Hello everyone and welcome back to another long-awaited episode of the Historic Pinstripes. Again, my name is Brian and I have been a die-hard Yankees fan since I was about 7 years old. The goal of the Historic Pinstripes is, as always, to preserve the rich history and tradition of the New York Yankees by discussing the greatest Yankees players and moments in Yankees history. So first of all, I just want to thank you all very much for staying with us. Um, I'm going to be getting a lot more content out there. Um, I know I've said that before, but this time I'm really going to uh, try to stick to a schedule. I'm going to try to put out a podcast uh, once a week, every Monday, um, every Monday morning. So feel free to um, check your podcast uh, platforms for Historic Pinstripes. On, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, um, and pretty much every podcast platform out there. Um, so anyways, without any further deliberation, let's get into this week's topic. Um, and this week I decided to talk about uh, Cy Young Award winners, and specifically the Yankees Cy Young Award winners, of course. Because um, obviously, just recently, Garrett Cole, and congratulations to Garrett Cole for winning his first ever Cy Young Award. And of course, doing it as a Yankee, which obviously, obviously because he was a Yankee fan growing up, has to be a big accomplishment for him. But anyway, so diving right into things, if you look at Garrett Cole's, uh, the season that he had this past year, he was 15-4, and four, but of course, the Yankees really didn't have a very good season at all. Um, he had a 2.63 ERA, though, which ranks right up there with some of the the other Cy Young Award winners for the Yankees, and actually, it's even better than some, uh, like, Roger Clemens in 2001, he was the, the last Yankees pitcher to win a Cy Young Award, um, and... When Roger Clemens did it, he was 38 years old. Of course, Roger Clemens has some uh, there's some cloud hanging over him, of course, being steroids or HGH or whatever it was that he used. Um, or Because I don't think he actually ever admitted it. But regardless, um, Clemens, he had a, a very good year that year. He still had to go out there and execute his game and, and pitch and throw the, th th throw the best uh, he could to help his team win. I'm just going to give you some stats for the Garrett Cole. Um, he had a 7.4 wins above replacement, which is, of course, a stat just that shows how good Garrett Cole was compared to any other just random pitcher. And, of course, Garrett Cole being the Cy Young Award winner, he just was one of the, well, obviously the best pitcher in the game this year. Um, and he had a 209 innings pitched, 222 strikeouts um, this year. He also had 249 strikeouts or something like that last year. Um, he actually broke the, the single-season Yankees record last year in 2022. Um, but getting back to this year, he also led the league with a .98 walks and hits per innings pitched, which basically just means the amount of walks and hits that he gave up per inning were less than the innings that he pitched. So he, um, he really limited the runners on base for the most part. Um, he had two complete games and two shutouts. And actually, uh, comparing him to a guy like Roger Clemens, who was the last Cy Young Award winner, as I said, um, Clemens didn't have any complete games or shutouts, which I was kind of surprised. But, I mean, I guess at the same time, he was 38 years old, and I'm sure Torrey was very careful with him. Um, however, considering that Garrett Cole's been uh, pitch pitching now um, and with all the analytics that they have, and the way that the Yankees, even though they say they're not very analytical, they still, you know, they have that approach. 
And most analytical teams, like Boone sometimes will let the let, let a guy pitch longer. And with Garrett Cole, he didn't have to worry about um, whether he was letting him go long uh, too long. Sometimes he would um, go uh, too long with some pitchers than other pitchers. How, however, um, getting back to the uh, sabermetrics or analytics, um, Garrett Cole had a lot of information to digest, whereas Roger Clemens didn't have that. Um, and and so the fact that uh, Garrett Cole was still able to keep his hits and walks down um, per inning and and uh, just be that much even better and 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 pitch complete games when like nowadays you don't see pitchers pitch complete games very often. So the fact that Garrett Cole even had two complete games, Clemens had none. It's kind of interesting. I mean, obviously that the one thing though that. I can see that about Clemens was he was 38 years old, and I'm sure obviously the Yankees were being careful with him. But it's 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 just kind of interesting there. Um, uh, it was Garrico's fourth season this year with the New York Yankees. He had a 1.65 ERA adjusted, um, as I mentioned. He uh, he actually did give up uh, 6.8 hits per nine innings. Um, he had 157 hits allowed in 209 innings. And he also had 40, just 48 walks in 209 innings pitched, which is very good. And that's probably the the walks was probably the biggest reason why his uh, whip, which is walks and hits per innings pitched, was 0.98, and obviously led the league in that category as I mentioned. Um, of course, the Yankees didn't make the playoffs, so he really didn't get a chance to um, show what he could do in the postseason. But still, I mean, you could put that his season that he had this year up. With, with the best of the best in Yankees history. And then, of course, moving on, I've talked about him a little bit already, but Roger Clemens was the last Yankee Cy Young Award winner before Garrett Cole. Um, 2001, he won the Cy Young with the Yankees. It was his sixth Cy Young at that time for Roger Clemens, which is very impressive. I mean, yes, he was 38, and obviously at that age, pitchers don't typically, they don't, they, they usually start losing a lot at that age. They don't have the, they usually don't have the stamina, and they don't have enough in their arm to, to be throwing like 99-100. So, I mean, in hindsight, obviously you can see there was something up with Clemens, and um, it makes sense that there might have been something going on with HGH. And obviously we do know that there is. I'm saying I only kind of say might have because it, Clemens has never really – I don't think he's ever really – I don't know if he's ever really admitted it. I don't think he has. But regardless, the evidence is there that he did, and – so, anyways, it's just. But regardless of that, he still was a great pitcher. He, he had, I mean, and he had to execute. He had to execute his game plan and to put up those numbers. I mean, going through them, he had a three point five one ERA, which um, is actually almost a full run higher than Garrett Cole. So that's another kind of feather in Garrett Cole's cap for this year. Um, but regardless, it's still a good ERA. Um, he had a 5.7 wins above replacement compared to Cole, which was 7.4. Um, he had 33 starts made, same as Garrett Cole. 220 in a third innings pitch, which was more than Garrett Cole um, for innings pitched. Uh, he had a 205 hits allowed, um, more hits allowed than Garrett Cole. He had 72 walks allowed, which is very good considering he, he threw 220 innings pitched. Uh, 213 strikeouts that year in 2001. He had a 1.26 uh, walks and hits in, in per innings pitched um, for that season, which is very good. I mean, still 
like I said, he really didn't have as good of a year as Garrett Cole did. But considering he was 38 years old, he he put together a very, very good year. Obviously, him winning the Cy Young Award winner. Um, obviously, him winning the Cy Young Award that year. I'm not sure exactly who he beat out. But, I mean, just to put up those numbers, at his age, he was 20-3. and three. He had a 128 ERA adjusted well, which anything above... For your ERA adjusted, it's basically just a round number that um, it's like calculated to show the average. The average of uh, most starters ERAs, um, so, uh, so that they would they would they give you an average of 100, and that's for the average starting pitcher. So, say uh, Roger Clemens had a 128 ERA plus, so he was 28 uh, percent basically better than the average uh, the average pitcher. And Gary Cole, for instance, had a 165 ERA plus this past year for his Cy Young Award season. And so he was like 65% better than the average pitcher for this uh, current season that just, just passed in 2023. So anyways, uh, Roger Clemens, he also made five starts in the playoffs. And I believe he won uh, one game, or no, two games and uh, one of them was in either the, I think it was in the League Championship Series against Seattle. And he also won one game, but he also lost a game in the World Series. Um, so, um, obviously, you know, winning the Cy Young Award doesn't really include the postseason. But I kind of like to, to uh, you know, include those numbers because it kind of shows you what those um, pitchers meant to those teams. And the Yankees in 2001, they had to, they had a quite the rotation. They had Mike Mussina, uh, Roger Clemens, David Cohn. Um, I believe no, I don't think they had David Wells. They had, but but they had a pretty darn good rotation that year in 2001. Just those guys right there, Pettit, uh, Mussina, and Clemens. I mean that that's a that's a fantastic uh, one, two, three. Um, and I know they had a couple other guys who I can't can't think of this time. I know David Cohn was in the rotation as well, but he was. Not quite the pitcher he was, but he's still still a guy you can rely on. And I think El Duque as well was in, in that rotation in 2001. Um, so now moving on to another Yankee starting pitcher who probably might have had, I think, in my opinion, he had the greatest the greatest season ever for a Yankees uh, starting pitcher, and maybe even the greatest season ever for any pitcher in Major League Baseball history. Well, maybe with the exception of Bob Gibson, who, if you're not familiar with him, he pitched for the St. Louis Cardinals in the 60s, and he had, like, an ERA of, like, 1.12 in 1968. They actually had to lower, I think, raise the mound or lower the mound, I can't remember, uh, the year after he had, because he had he was so dominant the year before that the, that the league had, they had to change the rules because Bob Gibson was just too good for the and like the hitters just couldn't hit him. Uh, but regardless, so Ron Guidry, otherwise known as Gator or Louisiana Lightning, um, that, that year actually he was given the nickname Louisiana Lightning in the game where he struck 18 batters in 1978 against the California Angels in Yankee Stadium. He was 27 years old that year, so he was a little bit younger than both Clemens. Uh, obviously a lot younger than Clemens, but a little bit younger than Cole. Um, Cole was 32. Uh, he was 25-3. and three. Ron Guidry was, he led the league in wins um, with 25. Uh, 1.74 ERA, which is of all the Yankee Cy Young winners, he has the lowest ERA 
um, for starting pitchers. And um, our uh, wins above replacement, he had a 9.6 wins above replacement, um, which again just kind of shows you how how much better he was than the average pitcher, um, essentially. And that 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 was the highest of anybody, I believe, in the league, or the, at least the highest of any pitcher um, in 1978 for wins above replacement, um, Juan Guidry. He also had 273 and two-thirds innings pitched. Um, so, but obviously, Billy Martin, and back in the 70s, they really let the starting pitchers go. They wanted them to pitch at least seven, eight innings. Um, like, especially if you were a number one starter, which... I don't think Gidry was a number one starter until like, or actually, I think it might have been like maybe 19, toward the end of 1977. Um, that's kind of when he really picked it up. But, anyways, uh, so like 1978 though, he really took the ball and he was he was the guy for the New York Yankees and would remain so for quite a few years. Um, but he had a 2.08 ERA adjusted, so like over a hundred points above the average. Uh, pitcher that, that that's how much better he was than just the average pitcher of that day and he had a 0.95 walks and hits per innings pitched which is very similar to Garrett Cole who had a 0.98 walks and hits per innings pitched of this year again walks and hits per innings pitched is uh it's, it's basically just a set that shows you how much how many walks and hits are allowed by the pitcher and it's obviously better to keep the runners off base if you can and um sometimes it's a guy a pitcher will have a higher walks and hits per innings pitched but um they're be able to like they they're bend but they don't break they're they're be able to they they'll let the runners on but they'll be able to get out of tr- out of trouble um but however in um Gidry's case and Cole's case this past season they both were extremely good at keeping runners off base um which of course is the the name of the game. Um, it was at least part of it uh, being a pitcher, and also Gator. He had a 16 complete games in 1978, nine shutouts, three starts in the postseason. Of course, we made one in the uh, American League tiebreaker uh, for the division, um, in in Boston, um, when of course the Bucky Dent game, and he uh, he he won that game. So in the World Series, he pitched a complete game. He gave up uh, just one run, and um, he actually walked seven batters, though. Uh, but in the ALCS, he had eight innings pitched, and he had uh, given up just seven hits, one run, and one walk, and seven strikeouts. And that was against the Kansas City Royals, who at that time were a pretty big rival for the New York Yankees for quite a few years. Um, and uh, so moving on from Ron Guidry, we got the... First ever Cy Young Award winner, of, uh, and um, of course he played for the New York Yankees in 1977. Sparky Lyle. So yeah, the Yankees won. They had two pitch, two different pitchers win in back-to-back seasons, 1977 and 1978. Uh, the one, the winner in 1977 was a relief pitcher, and he was the first ever relief pitcher to win a Cy Young Award. Um, course now i believe there are there have been a few others uh, dennis eckersley is uh one of them that comes to mind that's one of cy young um and, and i know there's a couple others at least um but anyway sparky lyle was a left-handed reliever um he had a very 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 good slider actually i believe he is credited with helping 
Gidry with his slider, I believe, but I'm not 100% sure. But I know I know he's been a minor league manager, and he's helped a lot of guys throughout the years. Um, I'm not sure if he still manages in the minor leagues, but he might. Uh, but anyways, he was 13-5 in 1977 as a reliever. He had a 2.17 ERA, which 2.17 ERA for that day and age. The, those those days, relievers pitched a lot more than today's uh, pitchers in, in the out of the bullpen. A lot of the pitchers today, they will go just like one inning, and that's pretty much it. Um, sometimes they go two innings, but that uh, usually it's just like one inning, and that's it. Sparky Lyle would have to go out there for like three or four innings sometimes, maybe sometimes more than that. Um, but he'd have to go out there, and he'd have to really work to get to get the save. And um, so, uh, so it's, it's a lot more impressive, even though he did have a higher ERA than most closers might today. Um, you know, it just shows you how good he he was that year. He had a 183 ERA adjusted, um, so well above average ERA um, compared to other pitchers of that season. 72 games pitched that year, again as a reliever, um, and he finished uh, 60 games that year and 26 saves. The difference between games finished and uh, uh, getting a save as a closer is just basically if you if if you finish a game and and say the game's like 6 to 1 and uh you bring in your closer and, and the closer uh finishes the game they don't get the save because you can only get the save if it's like a two or three run lead um but i mean most people know that but i just figured I'd let in case some someone was curious about that um so uh, that's why they have a complete, uh, game's finished stat and a save stat because um, it kind of just depends on the score. Um, either way, I mean, obviously he had a lot more because he pitched a lot more, and um, the way they used the bullpen was a lot different. Of course, starters would go a lot longer, but they were just starting to go to the bullpen a little bit more than they did back when Whitey Ford pitched for the Yankees in the 1960s, which we're getting to him as well, uh, but... Anyways, back to Sparky Lyle. He threw 137 innings out of the bullpen for the Yankees. Um, gave up 131 hits, 33 walks allowed. He had seven home runs allowed that season, and 68 strikeouts. He had a 1.20 walks and hits per innings pitched, um, which is pretty darn good. Um, and he had a 3.7 wins above replacement. Sparky Lyle was 32 years old, pretty much right in his prime, right in the prime of his career, um, or maybe maybe getting a little bit more toward the end of the, the prime of his career. Um, he he did pitch in the playoffs. He pitched six games in the playoffs out of the bullpen, of, of course. He finished six games. He had 14 in, innings pitched, two earned runs allowed, and just in in 14 innings pitched, which is very very good, of course. Zero walks, and he also struck out two. So Sparky Lyle had a fantastic year in 1977, probably still, even today, one of the best seasons any closer could ever have. Um, and, of course, being the first ever relief pitcher in the major leagues to win a Cy Young Award. Um, Whitey Ford is the next guy. Uh, he won a Cy Young in 1961, the first year that is actually the year, I believe, yeah, it was the first year that um, he was basically allowed to um, because uh, Casey Stengel was the Yankees manager in 1960 when the Yankees lost the World Series to the Pirates and then 1961 um, 
uh, after 1960, they got rid of Casey Stengel, and then Ralph Hook took 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 over, and he he promised Whitey Ford that he would give him a lot more starts, which he did. And Whitey Ford went from making like 31 starts a year or, or whatever it was to 39 starts in 1961. And he put up a tremendous season, of course, winning a Cy Young, the, only the second Yankee ever to win a Cy Young at that time. Um, he was uh, he was 32 years old at that time. Um, he was 25-4, and four, um, so he led the league with 25 wins, just like Ron Guidry did except he had a 3.21 ERA. However, like I said, he made 39 starts, and he had 11 complete games that year, and he also had three shutouts. He had a 283 innings pitched, which led the league. Um, of course, that's remarkable, and that's unheard of today. You don't really you don't see that. Um, it's just a different game. Um, anyways, in those 283 innings pitched, he only uh, gave up 242 hits, he had struck out 209 batters, and coincidentally, that's actually 209 strikeouts is the amount of innings pitched that Garrett Cole pitched this year, which is kind of interesting. But it just it just kind of shows you the parallel, like how different the how different things were back in 1961 um, in baseball compared to nowadays in baseball, where pitchers don't really, I mean, managers don't really want their pitchers to go as long every single time out they don't want them to go nine innings because they they do want to save their arms and they um, i mean obviously like and i can kind of see like i i feel like they in some ways they should kind of maybe lean a little bit more to that and someone like garrett cole seems like he's a guy that just wants to go out there and pitch as much as he can um and i think that's a good thing like you want you want your number one starters to go as long as they can and and just go out there and pitch and pitch and pitch. Um, however, of course, like someone like, for instance, Carlos Rodon, who this year pitched for the Yankees, and I think it was his last game of the year. Yeah, I believe it was the last game of the year that he pitched, and he had a very bad season. Of course, he was hurt. He missed a lot of time, and the last game of the year, he didn't get one out in the in the first inning, and I think uh, there was a lot made about about it in the media and with the fans and uh, all everyone. It was um, like uh, Rodon didn't even really look at Boone. He was just, he was just not happy. He didn't want to come out of the game, but the way he handled it really wasn't right. Um, so and obviously, rightfully so. It's just a different, different way of thinking and and like analytics has kind of kind of changed the game. Um, and there's some pluses and minuses to uh, the analytics and some pluses and minuses to what what how baseball was. And uh, just kind of going by your gut and stuff. I mean, I think there's there's room for both. Uh, but however, getting back into Whitey Ford's 1961 season, he was 25 and four with a 3.21 ERA, made 39 starts, had a 3.7 wins above replacement, 115 ERA adjusted. So he had a fantastic season. Um, I I think if you look at the numbers, it's hard to say that like Whitey Ford did not have the best season in Yankees history but if you look at compare his numbers to Guidry so Guidry pitched 273 and two-thirds innings compared to Whitey Ford who pitched 283 innings so considering that I, I feel like Guidry just had he had the best season ever for any pitcher any starting pitcher anyway for the New York Yankees and the Yankees in 1961 he had such a good season that in the 1961 season Ralph Hook would like he would push back 
back Whitey Ford starts to pitch only only in the uh, like the big games, even in the regular season. Sometimes he would make three pitch on three days rest or whatever it was on uh, during the regular season. Just if if the Yankees had a big start to make, um, I mean if the Yankees had a big game for him and they wanted Whitey Ford to pitch. So, I mean, Whitey Ford was just. He was an ace, and he was a, he 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 was he was their guy in '61, um, and definitely one of the best pitchers in Yankees history. Um, he, he won the World Series MVP in 1961 when the Yankees beat the Cincinnati Reds to win the World Series. He had two starts, two wins, uh, gave up no runs in 14 innings, six hits, one walk, seven strikeouts, and um, so I mean. I mean, you can't, you can't, I mean, Whitey Ford had one of the best seasons in Yankees history, and up until Ron Guidry in 1978, he did have the best season in Yankees history for any pitcher, or any starting pitcher at least, but uh, Ron Guidry's numbers, in my opinion, are are, are just a little bit better, um, but anyways, uh, moving on, so we got Bob Turley, who Bob Turley was the first ever Yankees starting pitcher to win a Cy Young Award. He won the Cy Young Award in 1958. A little bit of background on Bob Turley. He was born September 19th, 1930 in Troy, Illinois. Um, actually, he just passed away like maybe 10 years ago. He was 82 years old. But he was he, he was not necessarily one of the... He was he wasn't a bad pitcher, but he wasn't like a Hall of Famer. Um, he had a hundred hundred and one wins in his career, thirteen point seven wins above replacement, which is very very good. Um, he had, uh, but he only lost eighty five games. He pitched in three hundred ten games. He had two hundred thirty seven games started for the New York for the Yankees. I believe he played for the just the Yankees throughout his career, and he. Through 1,712 innings pitched. He actually did play for a couple other teams. He played for the Yankees, um, played about eight seasons for the Yankees, three seasons for the Orioles, and uh, one season for the Red Sox and for the Angels as well. Um, but anyways, getting into Bob Durley's Cy Young season of 1958, um, he was a right-handed starting pitcher for the Yankees. Um, uh, he was 27 years old that year in 1958. He won 21 games, led the league in in uh, in wins with 21. He was 21 and seven. I had a 2.97 ERA. He had 31 starts made, pitched in 33 games, and also he had 19 complete games, six shutouts, and uh, one save. He had pitched uh, 245 and a third innings pitched. He had 178 hits allowed, uh, 24 home runs allowed. 128 walks allowed, which actually led the league, and that that's that kind of surprised me. But I mean, that kind of shows you the difference. Like nowadays, if a starter starts walking uh, batters, that's kind of the first sign to get somebody warmer in the bullpen. And nowadays, they kind of go to the bullpen kind of quickly, in my opinion, anyway. And uh, 128 walks. So it's kind of. Uh, I mean, he did throw 100, 243 innings though. Um, so, so it's just kind of interesting how, how that that seems like a a, a ton of walks. Um, however, he still he obviously didn't uh, didn't he only had a two point nine seven ERA, so he obviously limited the damage. He had a, a one nineteen ERA adjusted, so nine like nineteen percent above league average ERA. Um, 
compared to the rest of the league. So um, he, he was definitely an above-average pitcher and definitely very deserving of the Cy Young Award. He had a 6.5 hits per nine innings that season, which is a little bit high, but that, that that's kind of goes along with the walks and hits per innings pitched, which was 1.25 that year. Um, the only thing, the difference between Garrett Cole had a, he also had like he had like a 6.8 hits per nine innings allowed this past season, and like I just said, Bob Turley had a 6.5 hits per nine allowed um, in 1958. Because, but I think the the reason why, of course, Cole he only walked like forty eight batters, and two hundred and nine innings, whereas Bob Turley walked one hundred twenty eight batters and two hundred forty five in the third innings pitched. Um, of course, he also pitched a lot more um, innings than uh, Garrett Cole. Um, uh, so I mean, it's hard to really rank all these pitchers, all six of the, these guys, because they all kind of pitched in very different eras. Like like just taking Whitey Ford, Ron Guidry, and Bob Turley, those guys, and um, and Sparky Lyle too. Sparky Lyle's a little bit different because he's a reliever, but just Ford, Turley, and uh, Guidry, those guys, they they didn't have, they couldn't, they, they could just go as long as they could. Uh, someone like Garrett Cole, if he got into if he got into trouble this past year in like the seventh inning, um, Boone was not gonna he was gonna he was gonna he was gonna take him out he was gonna be very quick to take him out because they have the analytics that say uh, that Garrett Cole's getting tired the third fourth time through the order or whatever the heck it is and you know they they're just take him take him out they'd be very a lot quicker to take him taking him out so the other guys the older guys kind of got more of a chance however. At the same time, too, you still have to execute. You still have to pitch, and you have to get out of trouble. And sometimes, though, sometimes you need that, though. Sometimes, especially if you're a young pitcher, like uh, Clark Schmidt this year, like if a young pitcher pitches, um, uh, like, and he's he's getting in trouble, and uh, like say the game's like three to one, um, and your 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 team is behind, but you have runners on second and third, and nobody out. Um, you can't be so, especially if it's like in, and it's like in the fifth inning. You can't be so quick to just. I mean, I I can understand like having a pitcher warming up maybe, but um, if the pitcher was if like if if he was just like, if he didn't allow a hit before that inning, then I feel like you kind of have to let Clark Schmidt or whoever the young pitcher is work through that, and that's the way that they're gonna get better. You have to let people pitch through their mistakes and people pitch through adversity, because that's that's kind of how how uh, really just getting experience, just like anything else. Um, so it's just uh, kind of an interesting. Uh, it's interesting to see Garrett Cole's numbers and think about what he had to, because uh, it's just when you when you kind of have to rank these players, um, Whitey Ford, Bob Turley. And Ron Guidry, they pitched in completely different eras, so it's really hard to, to kind of rank them. And of course, Sparky Lyle is a little bit different too because he's a reliever. Um, and Roger Clemens was a little bit older. He's a little bit easier to compare to to Garrett Cole. In my opinion, Garrett Cole had a better season than uh, Roger Clemens did in 2001. Um, if I had to rank them though, which is kind of hard for me to rank them because obviously I didn't see Bob Turley pitch. Um, 
I didn't see Whitey Ford pitch, and I really didn't see Ron Guidry pitch. At least I don't remember him pitching. Um, the starting pitchers that have won a Cy Young that have had the best single season um, performances, um, I would start with number one being, of course, Ron Guidry. Number two, Whitey Ford. Number three, I'd probably have to go with, I think I'd kind of have to side a little bit with Garrett Cole. And then number four, I'd go with Bob Turley. And then number five, Roger Clemens. And that's not to try to put down Bob Turley or Roger Clemens. Obviously, I didn't see Bob Turley pitch. And all those guys won the Cy Young. So, I mean, they're all great pitchers. I mean, they they, they all had great, great seasons. So, um, of course, Sparky Lyle, it's, it's kind of hard to compare him to the rest of them. I mean... I, I feel like if you put it if you have to put if you have to kind of rank them with Sparky Lyle in there, it might go something like um, Gator, Juan Guidry, Whitey Ford, um, and then I'd probably put Sparky Lyle. Yeah, I'd probably put Sparky Lyle third because of what he the like I said relievers they kind of had to the, the, things were different back in the seventies too they pitched a lot more than relievers nowadays. I would put Sparky Lyle number three, then Garrett Cole number four. But I guess that could be interchangeable too. Um, three and four, Cole and Lyle, you could definitely debate on that. And uh, and uh, anyways, so uh, um, I had, so anyways, I had Ron Guidry number one, uh, Whitey Ford number two, Sparky Lyle number three. Then I'd probably go with Garrett Cole uh, number four. And then Bob Turley and Roger Clemens. And I believe that's all of them for that. Uh, but I kind of prefer to rank them in order of starting pitchers. So in my opinion, the top five Yankees starting pitchers for a single season would be Ron Guidry in 1978, Whitey Ford in 1961, Garrett Cole, 2023, Bob Turley, uh, yeah, Bob Turley in 1958, and then I've, I would have to go with, of course, Roger Clemens in 2001. Uh, and, of course, Sparky Lyle, like I said, he had probably the best season of any Yankees reliever um, for a single season. But there have also been, obviously, Mariano Rivera never won a Cy Young, but he had some great, great seasons. Of course, the greatest of all time as a reliever. Um, so, I mean, it, 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 but at the same time, too, though, it's hard to kind of compare his numbers to Sparky Lyle or even Goose Gossett as well because uh, Goose Gossett and Sparky Lyle, they had to um, pitch a lot more innings back in the 70s. So it's just kind of interesting to look at all this stuff. And obviously the Yankees have had um, quite a few Cy Young Award winners, uh, but of course they had not had a Cy Young Award winner for like 22 years until obviously this past season with Garrett Cole winning. Um, so... Anyways, I just want to thank you all for listening and taking the time to tune in to Historic Pinstripes. Before I let you go, I just want to mention that the Historic Pinstripes is a proud member of the 4041 Media family with other podcasts such as Movie to Theater, Time Machine, um, Real Talk with your sensei Nick, and you can feel free to go to www.4041media.com for more information. And again, thank you all for listening, everybody, and as always, Go Yankees! <laughs>